Welcome to Proverb Per Diem, a daily podcast that will go from now until, well, whenever I think there's something better I could do. But anyway, you and I are here today, and I am beyond humbled and honored that you would take time out of your busy life to spend with me. With that said, let's jump right in on today, the third day of the month. In Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, we read, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. If we just take a look with that very first phrase, trust in the Lord, this is hard enough to do without any other attachments to it. Because if you're anything like me, you want to not only fix things yourself, but also avoid doing things that require you to depend on other people. Because let's face it, people are unreliable. I don't like doing things that require him to come through or else they fail. Why? Well, the first reason, I don't like to feel like I'm, putting in air quotes here, bothering God with all of my small problems because I can, once again, air quotes inserted here, handle them myself. The second reason is, I'm so used to not counting on others, I don't even think about giving things over to God until they go terribly wrong. Now, both of these are extremely dumb. The absurd notion that I can actually do anything, no matter how small, even take another breath without him, is nothing short of laughable. I can only do things because he allows me, provides for me, and helps me do them. To not think about giving those things over to God is equally absurd, if not even more so. How can I forget about the greatest power in my life? unless I don't actually think he is the greatest power of my life. This subconsciousness is actually my sin nature denying there is a God other than me, or at the very least denying there is a God that is greater than me. The next part of Proverbs 3, 5, with all your heart. As hard as I just admitted it is to trust in God, now there is more. Trust him with everything you are in your entirety. Doing this will take care of any and every sin that you could potentially struggle with. But doing this is actually the problem and the hard part. Luke chapter 10 verses 25 through 28. This is the passage that introduces one of the most famous parables of the Bible, the Good Samaritan. We'll begin reading here in verse 25. And behold, a lawyer stood up to put him to the test, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Verse 26, and he, Jesus, answered to him, what is written in the law? How do you read it? Verse 27, and he answered, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your strength and with all of your mind and your neighbor as yourself. Verse 28, and Jesus said to him, you have answered correctly. Do this and you will live. This is the greatest commandment, but it's much harder than simply saying a few words. And you see, Everything here, if you can just accomplish this, if you can love God and love people with everything you are, no sin would ever happen from you. But the problem's doing it. This has been the standard that God gave his people even from the beginning. We find in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 through 9, known in the Jewish tradition as the Shema. Verse 4, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your might. 
and these words I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. You shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. You see, we have to trust God with everything we are and everything we have and make Him the center focus of our life, period. And the last part of this verse, lean not on your own understanding. It seems very obvious to me while talking about this that it would be nine shades of crazy to believe my experience, my education, my understanding is better to lean on than the eternal, omnipotent God's knowledge. Do we really believe that we, in our finite knowledge, can even come close to the level of His? Isaiah 55, 7-9 reads, Let the wicked forsake their ways, let the unrighteous their thoughts, let them turn to the Lord, and He will have mercy on them. And to our God, He will freely pardon. Verse 8, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. Verse 9, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Paul continues this idea in his message to the Corinthian church, beginning with this in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 25-29. through 29. For the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For consider your calling, brothers. Not many of you were wise according to worldly standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are, so that no human being might boast in the presence of God. In other words, what we think we know and what we understand is microscopic in comparison to God and His knowledge and understanding. So what's the takeaway? One, truly trusting God with all of your heart is hard, if not impossible. Takeaway number two, God's knowledge and understanding dwarfs our own in unimaginable magnitude. Takeaway three, we can only do these things through Jesus Christ. And that is where wisdom comes in. For us to recognize and admit that we can't do this for ourselves and it can only be accomplished through the work and the person of Jesus Christ, this is the first step towards wisdom. Friend, I hope as you listen to this today, this one-sided conversation from me to my children, that God used at least something I said to speak to you. As you go, I'll leave you with this. Your circumstances are in God's hands, and whether that's good or bad, all that's required of you is to trust Him. Have a great day.